you're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle, from two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. And welcome. I'm C, crazy female Australian Sheila and believer of all things love, balance and sexy times. And this is Dee. I'll be doing my best to keep the dad jokes to a minimum, which is probably going to be highly unlikely. Along with that, I'll keep seeing check where I can. Did I mention I'm a pilot? We'll be your podcast host for today, so sit back and enjoy the sweet, sweet melodies. G'day and welcome everybody to episode 92. I cannot believe that we're already 92 episodes in. What an amazing ride. But today's episode is with two fabulous women. So I'm going to take you on a journey with Taylor Sparks of Organic Lovin' and also Parrish Blair. These two women are phenomenal uh, sex educators. They are sex goddesses and they're going to talk to us about what it means for them to be sex positive. We talk about taboo subjects, their upbringing. Really, really great conversation coming up for you guys. You will find all the details in the show notes. I do mention that later in the podcast as well. So please do feel free to reach out to them if you had any more questions about their journey, their experience or how you can be sex positive uh, along with them as well so please do reach out to them and I really want to again thank them for their time now we're in three different time zones and we still managed to connect up so ladies again from my heart to you thank you so much for joining us on today's episode before we get into the podcast of course I just wanted to give an update on Podcaster Palooza in May 2020 this event is really starting to come together I'm super excited because we just sorted out our playroom details last night And we have some amazing entertainers actually coming down with us as well. So we're starting to get the schedule together. The mobile phone app, which is exclusive to the event, has been released. If you guys want to join us in Miami, it's a three-night, four-day hotel takeover. And of course, there are 10 different podcasters, sex-positive people, and bloggers on site. We will be having topless pool parties every day, DJs day and night, entertainment day and night, seminars, and just really some great stuff. And the whole idea of this is to actually bring the community together and have, you know, make memories together. So if you guys want to join us in Miami next year, we would absolutely love you to. Now, I really do want to thank our Patreon supporters. This has been amazing for us. We had just actually hit 40 supporters and uh, had a few new ones uh, so far since we released our last episode. So thank you so much to Kelly, Heather, Swinging Cajuns, of course, their fellow bloggers, and Alex. We really appreciate you guys supporting us on Patreon. Actually, for this particular month, we have just donated our month of Patreon support to the uh, Hurricane Dorian, um, which of course uh, just uh, hit the Bahamas and has had a, a devastating effect there. So normally with our Patreon funds, we do actually use that to put back into the podcast, back into our events, uh, into equipment. But for this month, we thought it was valuable that we've actually donated our entire month to um, Hurricane Dorian. So thank you, everybody. We really appreciate that support through Patreon. Uh, We're doing our best to make that worthwhile for you. We're starting to do monthly Q&A sessions live with us, as well as releasing some bonus material like uh, podcasts and like video casts, etc., on Patreon. So we aren't the only ones who have a Patreon out there, um, guys. So if you are listening and supporting podcasts, there's a bunch of us now that have Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash whatever the podcast is that you're listening to, so example, ours is Swinging Down Under, you'll be able to go straight to that site. If you go to Patreon and search in the search box, generally speaking, you won't be able to find us or our other podcaster brethren and that's because we are marked as sexually explicit so just a reminder there to probably check this person's show notes and then click straight through or just do patreon.com forward slash and then try to find the particular podcast and go and support them so i hope you enjoyed today's uh, episode i enjoyed recording it with these lovely ladies i enjoyed editing it and uh, it's really something that i think is going to bring a lot of value to you so thank you again for listening to swinging down under Uh, we hope you have a great time we will be back soon with uh, an episode about threesomes we're back with Catherine, the counselor And then we're back with a pretty explicit podcast as a bonus session as well. So a few things coming. Otherwise, guys, have a great September. Can't believe we're in September already, but we'll speak to you all soon. Cheers. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm really excited to introduce my two guests. I'm joined by two amazing, amazing women, and they're both sex goddesses. So let's just uh, do a quick intro. I have on the line with me right now, Taylor Sparks. Now, Taylor is a certified holistic aromatherapist, an erotic educator, and a sex goddess. She's also the owner and creator of Organic Loving. Now, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about Organic Loving soon. And I also have Parrish Blair on the phone with me as well, master manifester, sex goddess, and founder of Parrish. 
Irish Blair TV. So welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank you for joining me. I'm happy to be here. Now, we've been trying to get this set up for a little while now, so I do have to say thank you so much. We're in three different time zones right now. I really appreciate you guys. (laughs) I know you're suffering from a little bit of jet lag, so thank you for your flexibility and your willingness to come on the Swing Down Under podcast and, you know, talk to everybody about what you're doing out there in sex positivity land. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're very excited to be here, and we're awake, so we're good, girl. Yeah, Yeah, they're suffering from a bit of jet lag out there, everybody, today. So if you've uh, traveled internationally, you know what they're going through. So send uh, send coffee to Miami and Houston stat. They'd really appreciate that. (laughs) Send sex. Yeah, and sex (laughs) and masturbation and all the good stuff. Sex will wake us up for sure. (laughs) You keep your coffee, sex and tequila. That's all I need in life. Well, how about uh, coffee tequila? I've got some of that here. I might be able to scoot it over for you. I'll just take the tequila part. Okay. <laughs> so everybody out there, uh, Organic Lovin, a really interesting company now carrying the largest number of organic and eco-friendly intimate body products and brands. So I understand that you've got over 800 products, uh, sex positive books, 75 brands. You know, you are absolutely stocking some of the really interesting and nourishing pleasurable intimate products out there on the market. So that's really interesting, Taylor, and we're definitely going to get into that a little bit in the podcast. And of course, Parrish is really focusing on shining a, a positive energy and light and love and talking about sensuality and sexuality. So we're going to talk to these women today about everything that it means to be, you know, sex positive, means to be a sex goddess. And I'm really excited. Ladies, are you ready? I'm super ready. All right. First of all, you know, we're going to get straight into this. I think there's a lot of stigma around female sexuality. And I think, you know, things are changing a little bit. You know, it's 2019. We're about to head into 2020. Things are changing. But, you know, there's there's still a bit of stigma and perhaps a, a bit of being ashamed about our sexuality. And, you know, how, how can how can we help women out there to feel more at ease with having desires and wanting to feel sexually fulfilled? And, you know, what can we do as a community? And, and what are you ladies uh, currently doing to, to help people feel more comfortable? So the, the number one thing I could say for women about releasing that stigma, and this is coming from someone who definitely have, has had her own journey with this. I, I started out as a Jehovah's Witness, and I was in a very um, repressed environment when it when it came to um, ex- self-expression, especially when it comes to sexuality, because of all of the interpretations of what the Bible says and religious ideas have to say about women and sex. And so I actually had to, for me, my personal journey was this dramatic exodus out of religion and, and into my own journey. And at first, I just focused on releasing shame and pre-existing programs, you know, because there's a, a programming that happens while we're growing up in our socialization, whether it's in our home environment and school and religious conditioning. And without looking at that for me, it would have been a constant push and pull. I had to just go and give myself permission. We can use the bad words here on this on this podcast. Right? Oh, baby, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Go for I it. I had to just give myself permission to believe, explore, and experience whatever the fuck I wanted to experience so that I could, you know, feel free. Because to me, sex without freedom, without personal freedom, it's like, it's like keeping a cap on what you deserve. And I believe pleasure is our birthright, whether you're a woman or a man, but especially for women, considering everything that we're looking at on this planet planet is here because a woman gave birth to a woman gave birth first whether we're looking at computers if we're looking at a restaurant or if we're looking at a sweater it would have never happened if a woman didn't give birth so for us to not feel empowered with that information knowing that it's true doesn't make sense it's conditioning so i really strongly recommend women look at the conditioning of their thought while they pursue their pleasure or they'll have that push and pull yeah i think you you actually hit it on the, the nail on the head there i mean it's about giving yourself permission Right. I mean, how how did you how did you do that? I mean, what were some of the things that that took you from feeling ashamed or feeling like you couldn't explore your sexuality or even your own body? You know, giving yourself permission to say, "Hey, these are my desires. This is what I want, and and it feels good." So yeah, goddamn it, I'm going to masturbate because it's nice. Right. Well, fast forward, you know, several years after that dramatic exodus from religion, for me, it was a death experience that I had that pushed me into this realm of. You know, the thing that I think the worst case scenario that we never, that none of us are ready to face is death. And so when I faced death, I experienced it and I came back to life. That kind of pretty much, you know, I'm not, I'm not really afraid of anything. I mean, I do have my fearful moments. I'm not going to lie. I'm not afraid to push past those fearful moments because I know it's all illusion. And the Sisters of Sexuality is, I have to give that, that the whole organization and, and what that, 
what the whole mission stands for. I have to give it credit. Even though I'm a part of the collective, the Sisters of Sexuality gave me permission. There's mothers who are porn star artists. There, you know, there are, are mothers and women who are running sex positive companies with unapologetically and seeing other women do this gave me permission before I could give my own self permission. The women, the loving, sexually powerful women around me gave me that permission. That's beautiful. And actually, we will actually be talking about the Sisters of Sexuality podcast and actually their mission statement soon because I, I, I loved it. I actually have a copy of that in front of me. I think it's brilliant and uh, I definitely want to share that that with people and, you know, talk a little bit more about that. So, I mean, Taylor, your what are your interactions with perhaps some, some uh, you know, stigma around female sexuality? I know you're obviously, you're out there on Instagram. You know, sometimes I'll catch you doing a live, you're walking down the street, you're talking about looking after yourself, you know, just being healthy, being happy. I mean, what's your experience with, with uh, stigma and the people that you're helping? Uh, you know, I my own story is a, l- is a little bit different from parishes, whereas I didn't grow up with a lot of stigma. Yes, I grew up with religion, but I've been the rebellious one from day one. I was just, it, it just might as well be written across my head, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I've always been the don't tell me what to do I was girl. Gonna, I, think it's so, still, I think it's still there, just, uh, just I, FYI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's still there, don't tell me what to do. And so I've never, even though I've studied religion, I've gone to church, I've studied um, with Jehovah's Witness, half my family is, is Jehovah's Witness, um, more than half my family, grandmother, it was always, I want to know what that's about. So I've always been curious about sex, sexuality. My household wasn't so much, wasn't really strict about sex, meaning that I heard my folks having sex all the time. My mother was very vocal. Is she going to kill me? She hears this. My mother was very vocal sexually. But so it was always a curiosity thing. But when I became, you know, a teenager and got interested in boys, as my mom was very um, clear about what happens with my body, don't get pregnant, be careful. But then she would say things like, don't be out there with them boys. But she never said why not to be with the boys. So my curiosity just took, had me running to the boys. So I've always been um, sexually open, sexually curious. And as soon as I hit 18, I got, the hell out of, I got the hell out of my mother's house and started traveling and experimenting and discovering what I liked and what I didn't like. But most of the stigma came from girls my own age because they were not sexually, except for a couple, right. they were not sexually open and they had issues and challenges and they had that you're just a fast ass girl. So I struggled with my own insecurity in not being part of the tribe, good enough, you know, part of the tribe and not being good enough. And, and, and why can't I sit still or why can't I be the quiet girl? And even well into my 30s, my mother was saying things like men don't marry girls like you. So <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but at some point I just said, you know what? You love me, love me or leave me. This is what you get. I'm great in fucking bed because I am yeah. still. <laughs> I'm a very smart woman. I'm cute. You know, I'm not Beyonce fine, but I'm damn cute. Pretty and, damn, pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you, my love. You know, and you know, cute as I am, I just was like, this is the life I'm living and I'm enjoying it. Similar to Parish, though, I had, I, I, I think it was a near-death experience, but I, I, we talked about that recently. I said maybe it was, but I had, I had a lot of loss early in my life with friends and I've come to realize this is the only life we live. This is it. Yep. As far as we know, there there is nothing else. There may be reincarnation, but what if you come back as a leaf and you live only three days and you die? You would have missed out on this entire human experience mm-hmm. to explore and do and enjoy the things. And I just was not going to miss out on lots of things. So it's been good. I've learned a lot (laughs) about myself and Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. And I think we all should, especially when it comes to sex and sexuality. Um, I mentioned, I don't know if you saw Parrish's recent post regarding her, how to give a BJ with a heart full of gratitude. I did see that. Yes. She had a clip from that, from that seminar. And as an educator, and you're an educator, Kate, I mean, as an educator to sit in another educator seminar and learn something you had no clue about. It's just like mind blown, you know, you're like, fuck, how did I not know that? You know, I'm an educator, but we all bring something different to the table, which makes it great. So, so there's, I don't think there's never enough room for enough educators because we all have something that somebody needs. I have a question for Kate. You mentioned the term and I was wondering, has she heard of that or, or what did her family call it? But you know, when what, what Taylor said that when she was young, women would tell her, quit being fast mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, don't act fast. What is that word? 
for you and your family growing up? And did you, do you even, can you even relate to that? Yeah, I, I think probably I, you know, growing up in Australia, you have varying types of families that, you know, are in Australia. We, we're not a generally a, a religious country, you know, as a whole. Yes, there's pockets of people that are religious, but, but generally speaking, we, we don't have a lot of religion. And so growing up in different families in Australia can mean different things. And I remember, I recall being young and similar to what Taylor was just describing, I had a, a girlfriend and her parents we'd see them all the time you know they were always in contact with each other always touching always holding hands you know joking around being not sexual inappropriate but just showing their love and their kindness and you know connecting with each other's bodies and we used to see that when they'd be say cooking in the kitchen my growing up my my household however there was a lot of slut shaming involved so we maybe my mom mm. wouldn't say don't be a fast one my mom would say oh look at that slut you know she had a sh- in what my mother deemed to be a short skirt you know i didn't own a skirt until i was about 16 because that would that's that's what sluts wear. So it wasn't uh, maybe don't be oh, fussing. Wow. It, was, it was more that 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 slut shaming. You know, you you can't uh, dress provocatively because therefore that makes you a slut, even if you're not even having sex with anybody. You know, so there was that shame, I guess, from from my side more that you know even to dress provocatively was to be mm-hmm. you know like what you said maybe a, a fast woman. Well, I always like to find out because I I know every woman. It's like we we know each other's journey. Even without talking, we can kind of relate women. If you have a pussy, you know what it's like to have that on all levels. But I know every every woman might. I remember my when my kids were little, I was very big on call your body parts what they are, you know, and, right. and that that was really important to me. And I was around other Jehovah's Witnesses. And I remember a, a woman saying, I think it's so unusual to see a little child say, mom, my vagina hurts or something like that. And she goes, I, I wish you could call it something sweeter like my mom always call it a poly doodle. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> She's like, we would call it a potty, a poly doodle. And, and then, so I, it never occurred to me, like every woman has her own culture, her own thing that her mom taught her about her vagina, you know, because I wasn't an educator back then, you know? And so now as an educator, I'm always curious about other educators because I think we all have our path, but it's so similar because that's why we end up in this space of, yeah. you know, why we're dedicated to sharing. And it can be. And I think, um, you know, what Taylor said before as well about, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily coming within her family, but it was perhaps, you know, the the other high schoolers or people, women that she was around mm-hmm. that were bringing that back on her. You know, my mom actually used to say it was, you know, it's your private parts, boy or girl, doesn't really matter. But my, my sister used to say it's the peach. And I remember being, uh, I think, some twenty mid twenties, and I thought a peach, like why can't, yeah, why can't we just say it's a vulva, or it's a vagina, like let's just call it what it is, you know? Why do we need to bring mm-hmm. up these these strange uh, terms for it? it? It is interesting, and I think this actually blends right into my next topic for you guys, which I, I joke, but I say going from zero to a double ended dildo, and the reason. <laughs> The reason I say that is because here in Asia in particular, you know, they, they don't experience a lot of uh, self-pleasure. They don't know about different sex products on, on the market, sex toys, how to how to self-please, you know, and, and, and it can be quite daunting for them. You know, when we host parties here and we give away goodies, I don't give away, you know, a, a rabbit because to see a rabbit vibrator would be way too out of the box. You know, I just like to give something pretty standard. It might, might even be their first toy. But when you're dealing with women who have had little experience with self-pleasing, um, you know, they're just starting out, like, what do you say to them? What do you recommend? How do you teach them to explore their body and their their desires? And then perhaps for people who are moving on to the next step, being a little bit more adventurous, you know, how do you, again, help them and, and take that stigma away that, hey, it's okay if I want a double-ended dildo or it's okay if I want to you know, try uh, double penetration for the first time. You know, I'm I'm not a bad person. When I'm talking to, to someone who is relatively new to sex toys, um, it is always for me. I have to find out what it is that they currently enjoy about sex and sexuality or, ma- or masturbation, because most sex toys are used for self pleasure, not always couples pleasure. So once I find out what it is that they enjoy, if they know, then I can decide which toys to gear them to, towards. So if they know they like external stimulation more than internal or internal more than external, I will point them in toys that do that. 
Uh, on occasion, I'll find someone that enjoys both at the same time, which is always good. That yep. We have toys that... H- hands that up over do. here, babe. Hands up over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you know, there are a few toys in the market that do that do both. Um, and then do the like vibrations. If they do like vibration, you know, you have that high pitch buzzy vibration, which is different from a low, more rumbling vibration. So if they're in front of me, of course, it's easy to kind of walk them through those different types of toys and have them feel them. But it really does take a number of questions to see what they like. And if and some people like dildos, which do not vibrate at all. They just like the fullness of the dildo in the vagina and maybe have external stimulation with their fingers. So it's not always something that, you know, that has all the bells and whistles and all the rest of it to go with it. Sometimes it's just a nice full feeling in, inside too. Well, to, to what Taylor was saying, the thing I like about being at the Organic Lovin' counter or or store wherever we happen to be while we're on travels is every single product. And this is like every single thing you could think of that organic love and cells comes with education. So it's like every woman feels that comfortability to just sit and look at, you know, or stand with Taylor and look in her eyes and know that she's not shaming them. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. And so much so the husband kind of gets the hint and goes and walks away somewhere, you know, like, mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, where before the husband might be saying, Oh, I'm going to bring my wife by. She really doesn't know what she likes and everything. When she comes, Taylor always finds a way to find out what she likes, you know, and, and sometimes she's even embarrassed. And this is, at, these are at swingers conferences sometimes that they're embarrassed to just say, you know, I need some pressure on my asshole at the same time, <laughs> you know, but when the husband walks away, she says it very confidently around Taylor. And I, I like that because it's still that, you know, women giving each other permission to talk about their pleasure. Oh, yeah. you're, you're right. I mean, just because somebody's at a swingers conference or, or an event, it does not necessarily necessarily mean that they have spent time really thinking about their own personal desires. So perhaps some of the questions you're asking, they haven't even thought about themselves. So I absolutely get it. And I think there's there's a certain misconception out there that, you know, everybody in the non-monogamous lifestyle are super experienced, know what they're doing in the bedroom, you know, I mean, and that's just not the case all the time. Um, You know, when we're with Mm -hmm. new people, we don't know what they like. I don't know if she wants some internal vibration and looking on a clit, you know, I've got to explore that with her. So I absolutely get it. Now, you said then that there is an option, you know, when, when you guys are traveling, when you're, when you're taking your products and your vision on the road, that people can obviously come up and talk to you. But I was digging around your website. I was stalking you, Taylor, I'm not going to lie. And I noticed a really interesting part of your website, which was that people can actually talk to you on Skype, on video chat, and they can actually have a conversation with you about products in a one-to-one nature. So you don't need to physically go into a store or physically attend one of these conferences to explore with you and ask you questions questions. Can you talk to us about that, why you've why you've chosen to go down that path and, and really what people can you know, get out of those those perhaps one-on-one sessions that I saw with you? Yes, it's, um, it is a Q&A consultation with me. In my experience, both personally and professionally, I find that if people could privately talk with me like they do when we're on the road, they can you know, pull me aside. I want to be able to offer that to as many people as I can. So I'm not everywhere. And some people are like, oh my God, you know, and I get a lot of questions on DM from men, from women about their sexual organs, about sex about, you know, polyamory and swinging. So I want to be able to say, let's book a session and you can ask me anything you want about anything you want. (laughs) So anything that is what I call in my lane, you know, as you know, I'm certified in both holistic aromatherapy and human behavior. I want to be able to answer questions about the toys. I want to be able to answer questions about the lubricants. And a lot of times people say, you know, what's the best lubricant? And oftentimes people in stores, because they, you know, not every store, but some they're not necessarily trained, they will just offer what's the most popular. Whereas I want to know what kind of sex are you having? How old are you? Are you having anal sex, vaginal sex? You know, I can tell you, what's, are you taking any medications? Are you post or premenopausal, perimenopausal? All these different lubricants that are in the market can do well. Do you have any sensitivities? I had a woman who was using a natural lubricant and she was saying to, she hadn't bought it for me. She bought it in another store. And she was saying, you know, it still just kind of makes me itch though. I'm like, well, what brand is it? And it was a brand I was familiar with. And I'm like, well, do you have any allergies or are you sensitive? She said, well, I'm, I'm allergic to aloe vera. I'm like, honey, the base of that is aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs> and so people sometimes think that just because something is natural, 
that that automatic makes it's it right. perfect for everybody. Mm. But it's not poison ivory is natural. But if you rub it on your vagina, I assure you, it's not going to be fun. Chili's growing the garden too, but I'm not putting them anywhere near my vulva. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to be able to, you know, have these one-on-one consultations with people to answer their most intimate questions in a private setting for them. So and that's men and women. Uh, you said that too, right? Like it, it yep. doesn't. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Separately, women separately, it could be couples, but they may be looking for some solutions for their own intimacy and things they want to do together. And, you know, sometimes the men, depending on the toy, they like, you know, oh, that toy is going to replace me. I don't want, you know, to be replaced. And if they're in front of me, I like to do a demonstration where I ask if I can touch them and they say yes. And I put my arms around them and I hug them and I get really close to their ear and I say, a toy will never say I love you. That's very true. It's very true. And I mean, honestly, let's let's be real. I mean, I, I've got a lot of toys. I love playing with toys. I was actually just mm-hmm. upstairs before this podcast washing my toys. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, that's, that's no joke. I took a photo of it because I had a few out. But um, I mean, this this is not going to replace you know, somebody else that's, that's, that's warm. That's, that's in, that's in your bed and, and, you know, making that connection with you. Absolutely and, not going to be. Yes. And a toy. And then, and also you cannot say to a toy, I love you now take out the trash. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and make me an omelet too while you're, while you come back. Make but- me an omelet. <laughs> Toys will never replace the warmth of a body, the feeling of a person, the love of a person. It's purpose. It's, you know, but it never replaces the intimacy of a, of a warm body and, and, and affection and to be desired and it never it just never will no, no. no matter how real they make them look they never will absolutely and now before I want to actually talk a little bit about female health there because you've touched on it in what you just said and, and that lady's experience with the aloe vera stuff but I'm a little bit of a pervert so I want to know before we move on I'm going to bring uh, Parish Blair back here Parish what was your first ever sex toy and what was your last purchase of a sex toy give us the uh, give us the inside scoop there the very first toy I ever used was among at least eight or nine other toys my my second husband taught me how to masturbate. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to manage the sensations in my clit. I only had vaginal orgasms. And it was because I was shamed when I was very young and and then I became a Jehovah's Witness and that was against their Bible principles to masturbate. So I found myself thirty five years old and never masturbated, had three to four children, <laughs> gave birth to four children and I didn't know how to work my clit. And so I used the I use the the little, I don't even know what they're called, but it looks like a little round silver bullet and it has a cord attached to it and you can do high, medium, low and all that. That worked well, but the way I would bend the wire, they would always short on me. So then I got a, a pocket racket and I used that forever, like for years. Ever, ever. <laughs> And ever. And then, <laughs> and then when I met, then when I met Taylor Sparks and Organic Lovin sponsored my Parish Blair Love Affair tour, I got blessed to where I get to, you know, do reviews on all the some of the best, well-made, best as well as best feeling sensations, best toys on the market for women or, or men. I get access to those toys, and so I was thinking these are all great, but I got my I got what works for me. And then I remember I was masturbating around Taylor once. I think I was so embarrassed because I was like, she's got all these smooth aerodynamic toys and I've got this thing that sounds like a leaf blower underneath the blanket. You were worried she was going to be toy shaming you. Right, exactly. But she really, I mean, and that's that's the great, I have to honestly say, she didn't do that just because we have a close relationship and she could have, but she was gentle with it. You know, I don't know why, maybe she just naturally did it or maybe it was unconscious, but she didn't dog my other toy and say how great her toys were. She asked me, what do you like about it? And then I told her, it's, it makes, I don't really want it to be strong. It just makes a really loud noise because I wear out the, the motors really quickly. And so she's like, well, that's a great thing about this. And this, and this will give you the rumbly and this will give you exactly like what she was saying. And it made me so curious. It, it didn't, I was easy. It was easy for me to release that other toy to try something new. And I was so pleasantly surprised. So the moody the now. <laughs> she threw it. Is, she threw the old one in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And now the, the new one that I've used, the last new a vibrator that I've used successfully on al- almost every um, l- a level of speed is called the Moody. And that's my, I, I mean, like we ha- we're in a relationship together. Two things, two things. <laughs> I, I, I love that story. Um, I love the fact that you were 35 years old and you had a man teach you how to, to masturbate. I mean, that is an incredible story. And I think that that would really resonate with a lot of people out there. But I really need to know, is the original vibrator, is that in a frame somewhere on a wall? 
call? Like, what have we done to send that off on, into the heavens? Have we done any no, sort of like I, tribal I, dance? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I lost it some time ago. I kept it around me for an emergency, and then because I kept it around and I moved so much, Taylor probably threw it away when I was. That's what I was just about to say. Taylor <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> we never. <laughs> She's got it. She's going to bring it out on your next big birthday and be like, "Remember this little guy." <laughs> Oh, that's so great. But you know what? I do want, I want to correct myself, Kate. My my ex-husband did not teach me how to masturbate. I taught myself. What he did is he gave me permission. And that's sad that someone else had to give me permission, but he gave me permission and support. But I taught myself. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. that that's, I mean, it's still an amazing story. And uh, that's, re- again, really, really interesting. I don't, uh, you know, a lot of people that perhaps grow up these days or in a different circumstance wouldn't really understand that, um, you know, so it's it's really interesting for those women out there perhaps who are going through the same thing to, to hear that, to understand that they can give themselves permission and you know to start exploring now mm-hmm. let's let let's talk about something that is really close to to me and it's female health now I have a few problems so I'm susceptible to my, my pH balance is all over the charts I get urinary tract infections or UTIs I don't get BV but a lot of my girlfriends do and then I'll also get yeast infections now I'm obviously in a non-monogamous relationship and sometimes that can really put a halt on me having a good time at you know events parties you know even just hanging out with our friends. Let's talk a little bit about that. How do you keep and maintain a happy and healthy vulva? You know, what are some of the products? How do you do that? Do you have any tips and tricks out there for the women that are listening? Well, part of the thing, and I, and also being in a non-monogamous relationship, I too have had issues and challenges with that. And for those who are listening that may not be, this is not necessary. Some of the things that she's described like BV, um, bacterial vaginosis, is not a sexually transmitted um, disease or stigma. You know, people have that stigma like, oh, you're having unprotected excess sex and that's it's not due to that it uh, bacterial vaginosis really is due to the fact that um, the bacteria that has come in contact with your body is made the bacteria in your body they, they just don't match so you it's so it's almost like a yeast infection except it's not an overgrowth of yeast it's an overgrowth of a certain type of bacteria and it is a challenge the, the I always tell people to work from the inside out so you have to be as healthy as you can be on the inside to keep your body balanced Balanced, right. So because your pH balance on the vagina is going to be talked is really has to do with how your body is. So, you know, some people can literally have too much sugar and throw off their pH balance in their body. So probiotics, I always suggest to people, it helps keep the body balanced inside and out head to toe. So if you're not taking a good probiotic plant based, I'm not going to suggest you be vegan, but if I would at least suggest that people do plant based with their vitamins, you know, because that most plant based vitamins also help help to keep the body balanced and to help keep the yeast and things in the body because yeast is everywhere. It's not just, it's in the vagina. It's naturally in the vagina. It's in the mouth and the yeast infections is just the overgrowth. So, but with regards to the, to the products that we offer anything, I think if you're not using condoms, any of the aloe vera based lubricants are good. And then if you, if you, excuse me, if you are using condoms, any of the aloe, aloe vera based products are great. If you're not using condoms, coconut oil based are good. They help keep, if you don't have an allergy to go, coconut oil or aloe vera, they also help keep the balance and they're very healing to the vaginal tissues. Some new things that are on the market, which everyone is talking about is the CBD oils. So we carry a couple of lubricants that have CBD in it. So that is good for healing. That is good for inflammation. That is good bringing more blood to the area and giving people a much more intense orgasm. But the CBD oils are really good for the vagina as well. So as long as you don't have that issue. But when it comes to bacteria, as soon as one person's mouth is different than the bacteria in your vagina, some other natural ways of uh, combating BV and yeast infections is boric acid suppositories. You cannot take it orally. It has to be put into the vagina, but it is something natural that can help with maintaining the balance in the vagina. My own doctor suggested, because I have a boyfriend who's... whose mouth bacteria doesn't go along with my vagina bacteria. She said, you know, a few, a few days before, do the boric acid supplements to make sure that the, ba- the pH balance in the vagina is set. Then a couple of days before you meet, not to do it. And then afterwards. And that has been very helpful for me. Do you, have you tried the boric acid supplements? Uh, no, excuse me, suppositories, not supplements, suppositories. I actually haven't. And I, I enjoyed that, the, the first bit of what you said there, because normally when, you know, when I talk about this girlfriends or I talk about it with other, 
educators or even just, you know, other women in lifestyle. I mean, we talk about the fact that, you know, hey, take your own condoms, take your own lube, do all these things, wash your hands. But I loved what you said there about make sure you're healthy inside before you're going and doing all of these things. Because my last issue with a yeast infection was because I was on antibiotics, because I had some mm-hmm. teeth issues and it just all came about, you know, and, and I, uh, I agree with what you're saying there. I mean, I think, yes, we need to take care of internal before we can do external. So that was great. But no, I haven't tried it before, but I've just taken notes and um, I will definitely be hitting you up after the uh, podcast to talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to mention holistically on that same line of thought when, when Taylor was talking about yeast and it's stemming from a candida imbalance. If you were to look mm-hmm. into, I think every woman, every woman should have a copy of this book, let alone every family's household. You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay is very powerful because sometimes you can have a balanced diet and you can bring your own t- uh, toys and wash your hands and all of those things, but your emotions also trigger a lot of what your body tells yes. you in pain or disorder. So and feeling scattered um, and feeling kind of frustrated or, you know, uh, anger not expressed in a healthy way, it throws off your, your hormonal system, which throws off your pH balance and all of that. So a lot of times when women have maybe you're a type A personality or a really busy day or lots to focus on your, your, your ideas, your thoughts and what really matter to you and your day in, day out life aren't really on point. And then you go and be your sex self. Well, you don't show up a completely different woman when you're being sexual. You still have those same symptoms show up and then you connect with someone else's vibration and depending on how they support or need more energy from you, it affects how you perform as a sexual being. So I do recommend pay attention to your emotions, especially mm-hmm. in the swinger lifestyle because there's lots of layers to it. Now you're managing a relationship, you're managing separate sexual scenarios, even if they're not relationships, and it causes you to show up to be more of yourself as as a woman and as a sexual being. So making sure you're emotionally supportive of yourself is important too. Not just against, you know, jealousy feelings and things like that, but just looking at your life holistically. Absolutely. Isn't it amazing? I, I, and actually on, on Louise Hay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that link in the show notes today, but on Louise Hay, for anybody out there who doesn't know who she is, she's an American uh, motivational author. Now I've seen her books. They're all over the world. I'm going to link to that particular one that that parish just mentioned in the in the show notes too. So if you want to go and check that out, uh, please do have a look at that because yeah, that that's fantastic. Thank you for mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that she is so spot on, and parish has helped me tremendously with that small area that I hadn't even given thought to. You know, it's one of those things that, which is why I love her and and, and I am biased by that, but it's one of those things that we forget and I forget constantly how everything is connected. You know, when we talk about being a sex goddess and that's one of the things Parrish and I have, have said, you know, being connected both emotionally, you know, at the mind, the heart and the vagina. And some of us, because of all kinds of reasons, work and stress and kids and this, we get disconnected in the body gets thrown off. So um, thank you, Parrish, for reminding me. So some of you guys know that I grew up with Bob Marley and reggae music, and you may also know that my Rastafarian accent is absolutely horrible. If you've ever heard me attempt to make a Rasta accent, uh, particularly if I've been drinking, it's bad. But next year in 2020, we are actually heading over to Hedonism in Jamaica. We are going with that couple next door. We're going with Casual Swinger and iOS Connection. So a bunch of us have got together. We have 60 rooms available for couples to join us over at Hedonism. If you guys want to be part of that particular crew, please go onto the swingingdownunder.com website. Uh, You'll find the events tab where you can have a look at that. You can also go to swing-jam.com and that'll basically lead you straight there as well. If you do want to sign up, you can pay a deposit now and pay the rest off throughout the next six months plus. So it really does help with saving if you're interested in making your way over to Jamaica. You will find me on the beach playing beach games with uh, Mickey and Mallory. Of course, they got that shit down. You'll see me eating jerk chicken, uh, scuba diving, and basically getting my uh, clothing optional resort on. We are so excited to head over to Jamaica. This will be our first trip there. And if you guys want to join us, we'd really love to make an awesome week with you guys. So that's June in 2020. We're on the ground from the 20th to the 27th. So think about joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Email us if you're interested in more information. We look forward to hopefully spending uh, a week paradise with you guys in Jamaica. Yaman. 
I want to talk about what it's like to be an educator, right? Give us the inside scoop, what it's like to be a sex goddess, what does being a sex educator mean to you? And let's talk about the GS3 as well. So good sex selfies and success. I want to hit on that as well. So talk about what you guys do. What is being a sex educator? How does it feel? What's it like? I think if you ask any sex educator or goddess, sex goddess, why she considers herself that way, you're going to get different answers, but there'll be a similar thread there. For me, it's because I connect with God and my sex. And the two powers that I use um, in my manifesting work is love and orgasmic energy. So I believe we're all made of sex. That's how we got here. My parents' parents had sex and then they became both their parents. And now I'm I'm both my parents and that's what we are. I'm my, I'm my own unique imprint of sexual expression. So for that reason, I believe that God's source, that feeling that feels so undescribably good, even if it lasts for less than a second, some of us naturally say, oh, God, you know, I believe that that is the closest that I come to, to touching source energy. And so I see sexuality differently. I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess some women would say, oh, I'm a sex goddess because I got some bomb pussy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which, you know, which, that all of those things existing on the pleasure physical um, realm are definitely why, you know, I think other people have called me that. But the reason I consider myself a sex goddess is because I believe that when I I am being loving and I'm being godlike in that love. I can make anything happen in my life. And with dynamic creative energy of orgasms, orgasmic energy, I use that to create things faster. And the Parish Blair Love Affair Tour has been documenting all of that. I share when I get an idea of inspiration, I share how it's hard for me to get started. I share how I push past procrastination. I share how the miracle shows up, how I manage that miracle, how I get rid of self-doubt. I'm very transparent, not because I want to be being very honest, I'm following inner guidance. You know, when something tells you, like maybe something said, you know, charge your phone and then you forget. And then you go, something told me to charge my phone. It's like, where did that something come from? You were doing something completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah but something is guiding you. So I follow that guidance. It's connected me with or, uh, Organic Leaven, which has sponsored my Love Affair tour for four years now. Um, I follow it for everything and I document so people know what that looks like. So for me, being an educator has been a blessing because I honestly, I feel like I went to, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the well, of course, the movie, The Wizard of Oz, yes. where she ends <laughs> up in this land. That's what I feel like around these sex guys. It's like, there's a world where women get to rub on their vaginas and they make money and, and they're famous and they're, you know, like literally because that, that wasn't my life before. Yep. So I became an educator sharing my, my own personal journey and what I've learned holistically about sexuality. And it's been a, a, a privilege and an honor, especially to do it side by side with Taylor and everything that her company represents. There's a lot of love in this room. Ta Taylor, I'm going to hand it over to you now. What would you like to say about being a sex educator? And I guess, you know, to talk back about Harish is amazing, you know, journey and, and how you've, I guess, changed her life. Well, she's changed my life more than more than I've changed hers. I, I can assure you. And being a, for me, being a sex educator, or I call myself an erotic educator, I was an educator first, you know, I did a lot of educating as a corporate trainer. So nothing I, when I learned that I could speak for a living, nothing excited me more. Many years ago, God, maybe 15, 20 years ago now, I was so excited to do that, but I've always enjoyed talking about sex. And once I kind of kind of fell into this with my background working with organic products and seeing the need that so many people in the lifestyle were being sold products, some good and some just terrible. It was like, you need to tell people that that shit's not good to put in their vagina. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you like talking about pussy anyway, so we should do this. So, <laughs> wait, wait a second. What, vagina plus sex toys equals organic loving. <laughs> my life. Exactly. I'm like, I get to stand up and say, let's talk about pussy, shall we? And people go, yes, let's talk about it. So I'm like, these are my people. Oh my gosh, I have found my people. It would be just like if somebody became an airline pilot in the first time they flew that first jet, they were like, this is where I'm supposed to be sitting in life. These are my people behind me, behind the door. These are my people. They're happy to talk about sex. They love me talking about sex. And I could not be more thrilled to educate in what I know. So finding out about all these products and finding out about companies that feel the same way 
I do about the earth, about about good products, about doing good as a company just resonated so much with me. And then to be kind of personally involved in the lifestyle with my husband and I, and then the whole sex goddess, I would say, thing was always there just without the name and meeting Parrish and the other girls. We just, I'm like, yeah, that that would be the title, sex goddess. So for me, um, as a sex goddess, I love every single thing that there is about sex and sexuality. Even the things that I don't like to do that Parrish continue to try to make me do, like booty hole action and swallowing. <laughs> I still love that there are people who love that. And I just find all aspects of sex fascinating. So it doesn't matter, you know, when people come to me and they go, you know, my husband and I, we decided to have a gangbang. And I'm like, really? And then what happened? I'm just thrilled. I'm just thrilled that she found a man who allowed her to live the life that she wants to live and she can get all the sex that she wants and vice versa. Or that a woman has a husband and she's like, girl, I just can't keep up. Please come by here. Here's the key to the house. Just stop by anytime. Give him pussy. I don't mind. And that they found each other in this big old world. It may not be my thing, but I do believe in the BDSM terminology, not to yuck on other people's yum. Yes. I was about to say that. Exactly. I don't yuck on other people's yum. So I also believe that sex is very healing on both the giving and on the receiving side. I love giving it. I love receiving it. And just like Paris says, you can manifest with it. And it just, you know, after really good sex, don't you, don't you get out of bed and go, thank you. That was nice. You, you want a sandwich? And, and, and also another thing that I like to do is bring it world. What are you going to do to me today? Like you, you've got nothing, you know, I'm, I'm starting my day. Mm-hmm. It's happy. It's healthy. And I'm, I'm going to tackle this day, you know, Good self, good sex, selfies, and success. I was inspired to uh, develop good sex, selfies, and success as a media tour and um, as retreats to help entrepreneurial-minded women of all walks of life who are, you know, creating something out of nothing, and yet they want to show up in their life and 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 still feel juicy and and happy and all the things that sometimes entrepreneurs sacrifice, you know, because there's somebody that doesn't really understand our vision. They kind of got a nine to five mentality. You know, you can't really relate to them all the way. So that again, to me, it eventually shows up in the sexuality, you know, not that you're going to have bad sex life if you're with someone who doesn't get your professional journey, but every disconnect is still disconnected wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And so I, I bring that to life by share again, sharing my own journey. That's, that's what I'm on. I'm on a journey of what does good sex mean? Like what good can you do with sex? You know, what good comes from sex? There's so many ways to chop up that topic just by itself. Selfies is really a, a throw to what I've been able to accomplish just by using a free app on my phone. Literally, that's it. I've been traveling the world. I've had amazing friends, great sex, so many blessings because of these free apps on my phone. How powerful social media and images are in social media and how to make sense of that for your business, whatever business you're in. Um, and then success, it's very subjective. And so I like to see, just as Taylor said, she's curious every Everything that everyone's living might not be for me, but I'm curious to see what what is success to, to different people, you know, like different people in different parts of the world. Success means something different, you know, and I like to see what that different is. So that makes people look at their success model. For me, when I went to an Anthony Robbins um, workshop, a motivational speaker that, you know, helped me a lot along my path. I remember one of those workshops was write down uncensored everything that you want to be, everything you want to live and don't stop yourself. And I, at the top of my list, I hesitated a lot because I was thinking, well, I guess that's what he means. I, I don't know. And when I looked at my list and everybody, we switched papers and the person read my list. It was, I like to take naps. I like to cook, listen to music. Um, You know, um, I think I said uh, uh, sex. I didn't masturbate back then, but I really wanted to learn. I wanted to put that on the list. Literally, that was my success model. That's what I'm doing now when I'm in an elevator and people are like, so what are you here for? What are you doing? I'm like, I masturbate a lot and talk about it all around the world. That's what I do. Seriously. And you manifested manifested that. So great. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm saying, whatever your success looks like, I'm almost a 50 year old Afro mama on social media on a free app talking about rubbing on my vagina and talking to God. If I can make my dreams come true, so can you. 
and and good sex selfies and success is really it's like a power source for women, but also for the men who love them. You know, because I I, I never want to exclude anyone. I never thought I'd be talking to men on my journey professionally. I've always talked to women, but most of the people that I connect with are men. So I'm able to help women by helping them see. You know what? That's not really true. It, it might make us feel good to go for martinis and say these are the reasons why men do what they do, but it's not. And actually, we could get more of what we want if we knew what men thought instead of what we think about men. And and I've I've been able to help myself and so many women because of that. And in those forums that we put together and good sex selfies and success, it covers all of that because I feel like I, I just like to stay connected because it's great to go to a network function and talk about you know your financial goals and what your 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 books look like. But then you go into your real world and there's there's so much more that you know you could benefit from. And so I like to make sure every all the resources are there for women wherever they go. I used to have salons and in my hair salons, it was very much like that. And so I want to bring, I don't really have a desire to do hair anymore, but I love being around women and being a source of empowerment and positivity. So I'm creating my own forum that works hand in hand with Sisters of Sexuality to go and give women the resources to feel whole, you know, because sometimes you got to fake it until you make it in the sense that maybe you don't have it all together, but if you know you got the resources, it's one bite at a time. You can't do everything all in one day. And if you're around women that show you evidence that put one more foot in front of the other and you're going to make progress, it helps you want to keep going. Because a lot of people give up on their dreams because you you just don't think, you think it's just a dream. You don't realize, no, it's waiting for you to give birth. You know, it's not just a dream. Go all the way. And and that's really the mission behind Good Sex Selfies and Success. Uh, You just mentioned something there and um, I'm going to get to you, Taylor, because I really want to talk about Sisters of Sexuality next. But uh, Parrish, you just said that there can be a dis connect with people's partners, you know, about when, you know, you, you're perhaps in this particular industry and there can be a disconnect because maybe they don't really understand it. I think too, there can be a disconnect even with friends. You know, if, if I, I've got friends that I've had for maybe 10 years and um, there is a disconnect between what they, you know, the Kate that they knew me as 10 years ago and the Kate that, you know, is uh, swinging down under podcast and hosts events and goes to conferences and these kinds of things. And so I'm actually myself even struggling with the disconnect between, well, I really want to talk to my girlfriend about all these amazing things that's happening, but she just won't get it you know she doesn't really understand it and and she can't you know have that level of excitement that that perhaps i need or desire desire this her is, to have. this is the most powerful thing i can give you kate and everyone listening who has this whether it's your someone who lives with you your your grandmother your best friend whoever it is those people are you they're mirroring you you back when you were vibing with them they grew you into who you are right now that relation served you the relationship served you in all the areas that gave you what you need now what you're feeling in that disconnect when it looks like it's just going over their head and they don't have anything to say, or if they do have something to say, it's kind of sideways negative or disinterested. All that is, it means that now their love and their support and the friendship that used to serve you grew you into a vibration that they're not at yet. It's like being mad at a kindergarten because they don't know, you know, long division. They haven't gotten there yet. But when you keep being happy and you keep being loving and you keep being positive, you're going to grow more friends that vibrate there. And then that friend knows where to find you when they vibrate to where you are. I don't know how I could walk away from this podcast without feeling awesome. Thank you so much, Parrish. That was. <laughs> I'm sitting here with goosebumps. I'm like, yeah, God damn it, I'm awesome. You're right. You You're right. are. You, and it does, I, and it boils down to your. Uh, not boils down, but one of the things that we both like to say, and I, I especially, is that your vibe attracts your tribe. And that's how, when I met Parrish, I'm like, well, where the hell have you been for the last 30 some odd years? I've been looking for you. And she's like, well, where have you been? I've been looking for you. And Parrish and I can talk about all kinds of things and people and places and and even get on each other's nerves and under each other's skin. And then I bit her once, but that's another story. <laughs> she forgave me. It, it, it was an accident. It really was. Kate. I didn't mean to fight her. It was an, it, we were, just it was t- an just got taken over. It was a sexual moment. And 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 but she forgave me. And because of that forgiveness, I have grown as a woman. <laughs> oh, that was so good. 
Now, let's talk about the Sisters of Sexuality podcast. I'm going to read your mission statement. This might be weird for you, but I want everybody out there to to hear and to listen to this. So the mission statement for Sisters of Sexuality is to educate, entertain, and inform you in all areas of sex, sexuality, sexual health, orgasmic energy, kink, relationships, and business. That is a mic drop, guys. That That's a huge mission statement. Tell us your elevator pitch. Like, Tell us about the Sisters of Sexuality podcast, what you guys are doing, how can people get involved and well that is really it in in a nutshell and a lot of it has to do with both of us wanting to help people release judgment um we found each other in this big old world because we all are one sex goddesses meaning the sisters what we've come to realize is that people are not getting the information they don't know where to find it it's scattered all over the world and we all came with different strengths with different types of information which is why we have sexual health orgasmic energy kink, relationships, we all have our own area of expertise. And by presenting these things as a collective, we're able to cover that mission statement. So Parrish, as my co-founder, you know, she has her area of expertise and then I have my area of expertise. And then we overlap in some areas. And as we have other sisters, a part of the collective that are coming on board and working with us as we expand, we individually are not trying to be all things to everybody. We're, we're able to present this platform and present these other sex goddesses to the world, to the, to our listeners, to our followers and say, hey, here's a person whose expertise is in this particular area of sex or sexuality. And even with those of us like you, Kate and Parrish and I both who work in the business of sex, this is our business. This is our business of sex. This is kind of not necessarily our side gig, which is nothing wrong with it for those who have it as a side gig, but this is how we make our living. This is our life. So we are looking to also help other sex goddesses who are growing their business of sex and showing them how to do that. And that's a big part of the good self, sexy, good sex, selfies and success, our GS3 model. Every week on our on our radio show, we not only um, highlight other sex goddesses, other educators, we also highlight those who develop and make good, healthy sex toys or write books. We have clinical therapists, people like Jetson and Jasmine and uh, Arian and um, Charlie from Sex Because. They're clinical therapists who are helping people with things like kinks or sexual trauma and PTSD and um, regarding sexual trauma. So there is a lot to be covered. And this is why this platform exists and the radio show exists so that we could highlight and bring forth these other areas of expertise for who people who are listening. And my gosh, we've had such a great response to the radio show. Kate, that you asked, like, how are we able to complete our mission? I think the easiest part of it, and I, I made my commitment to the Sisters of Sexuality, I think over a year and a half ago. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if as long as I get to be me, I just want to be yes. me. I, I want to live my life out loud. I, if as long as I can do that, I actually fulfill every aspect of the mission. If even in my kink journey, I'm I'm revisiting it. You know, I'm I'm now I don't have shame. Now I don't have a religious a stigma around everything I do with my vagina. I get to explore as a grown woman, free spirited. So now I I'm so happy that even in the kink world, I haven't really even touched on everything kink that I'm interested in. But when I share my journey, it's a part of the Sisters of Sexuality mission. And that's another thing. We don't just find sex experts and, and uh, ex-educators, uh, sorry, sex educators, but people who are comfortable with living their life out loud really help the mission of Sisters of Sexuality. So a lot of our people that support Sisters of Sexuality, you can go through their social media and see, oh, she just had a baby. Oh, wow. They're just, you know, that's what it looks like when your mother-in-law lives with you and you're a porn star. And, you know, like, you know, like, you can see how they're living their life and that helps you be more balanced. It's not just about how you represent as a professional woman and, you know, with your face forward, you mm. know, in, in, a, in a selfie, it's how you live your life behind all of that because that's where we see those people we look up to and then they write a book and then tell all my, that man's been beating my butt for 20 years and you're thinking, I looked up to her, you know, and she let someone abuse her. Wow, that's so sad. You know, like, why would she care more about my life and presenting a facade than living in that real life herself? And and these are the all of the areas. It's not just about do you have, you know, vaginal, you know, imbalances. It's like, where do those imbalances show up in your lifestyle? And so it's a very holistic clique of women. I've never been in a clique. Clicks never really worked for me. But I feel like this is a, a tribe or clique that it, it encourages you to be all of you everywhere in your life. Yeah, I think that's super important. I mean, you're right. Social media can have a, a huge impact in, in how we view society. I mean, how we view even other women, you know, I mean, women can look at social mm-hmm. media and say, gosh, 
gosh, you know, she's she's in Bali this week, or she's over there, or she's in the Caribbean, and mm-hmm. she's looking great, and look at her bikini body. And, and But actually, the people that you connect with are the people that are out there being real, being authentic, you know, showing the, the bad days, showing the good days, showing the triumphs, showing the sadness, you know, because that's what makes mm-hmm. a person uh, real, and that's what makes you want to connect with them. So um, while we're talking about all these things, everybody out there listening, the links, um, all the references to the Organic Loving Love and website, the Instagram that I was talking about that, that Taylor is on constantly doing lives and she's fantastic, Twitter and Parish Blair as well with all of the Parish Blair um, website, the Instagram, the Twitter and everything on. That's all going to be in today's show notes. So there's going to be a bunch of links. So please do uh, head over to the links and check them out. But in closing, like giving giving people today, you know, they've listened to you guys both talk about being sex goddesses, uh, erotic, erotic educators, you know, what you're actually doing out there, sisters of sexuality, your one-on-ones. I mean, uh, Taylor, what is something that you really want to share with our listeners today? Well, I, get, I think my my biggest thing is about holistic sexual health. And I, I always tell people it's so important to read the labels of what you're putting on and in your body. And just because there's a lot of marketing dollars behind something and you always hear it on the radio or see it on television doesn't necessarily make it healthy. So I, I think that when you look at the ingredients on any product, if you can't pronounce it, denounce it. <laughs> If you can't pronounce those ingredients and they're not written in Latin, you probably don't need to put it in your body. If you if you can't I, read it, you probably don't don't I'm just need me- it. So I'm mentally going through all the labels that I know that I can't read right now in my head. That's why I'm pausing. Yeah. I'm like, that's probably three quarters of the things that are upstairs in my sex drawer. Yeah, you might have to do a whole cleansing of the of the uh, the intimate body products that you're buying, and some of that might be um, it may or may not be for you personally, Kate. When you're talking about constantly getting yeast infections in the BV, um, some of the products you're using may be contributing to that if it has things in it like glycerin. So look at the products that you're using. Look at the ingredients in the products that you're using for any sex toy, any sex toy. When you open the package, if you can smell it, it's not a good product. If it smells like a chemical, you're not going to wait for it. It's never going to wash off. It's just not a good product. And then, you know, um, so that's just a kind of basic overall regarding how I, how people keep good pussy how to make good pussy better is by having good holistic sexual things in and around the body. And then um, also with regards to what Paris said about where you are emotionally in your mental state, I think she will uh, add that back in. And the, you know, the Q and A consultations with me uh, really are a way for you to get some one-on-one time with an expert or a sex expert who has the information that you need. And I can help you determine what is best for your body, which sex toys are good for you and, or your mental you may be looking for something for your for your male partner who likes to masturbate. And we have a number of really good male sex toys. And then regarding sexual wellness, um, we even have things that are considered toys, but help men with erectile dysfunction, people who have mobility issues, um, who may have trouble masturbating because they don't have the same um, grip. of. Uh, I can help with those things too. And, and even something as simple as the liberator pillows can help people who have arthritis and mobility issues can help them have better, more comfortable sex. So I'm available. I so much enjoy doing it because I love talking about sex. <laughs> I, I bet you do. And you probably get all excited that you can demo your products and stuff. But that's the thing here. All of this is actually leading to the fact that you just get to play every day, right? That's actually what we're talking uh-huh. about. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, and I'm not <laughs> hating on that. I'm actually, I'm sitting over here very jealous. So that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Parish. now I, I've, uh, again, I've been stalking out your website and I've seen a little bit of information about Sexy Spirit TV. Talk to me about about that. Sexy Spirit TV is content that I've been wanting to share with the audience that enjoys um, my content through social media. However, just to respect those platforms, you know, there's a limitation of what you can share within the communities on Facebook, Instagram, and, and YouTube and, and the others. So um, Sexy Spirit TV is uncensored content uh, intended for adult only, 18 older, because there is nudity in sexual situations. People get to see behind the scenes, like right before I go live, and right after I go live, that's actually where all the good stuff was happening. You know, I was inspired to stop what I was doing and share the aspects I can share and, and you know, give to my audience that might, ever, might might not ever be able to have that experience. They get to have the experience through me, but I really want them to see all the, all the experiences that, you know, I can't share, you know, because of censorship. So they can pay a monthly subscription and get to see behind the scenes and seminars that I give, like how to give a BG with a heart full of gratitude. Um, my private members were able to see the first part of that seminar where I walk a 
a group of couples through what it's like to administer well-being and intimacy and solutions into your mate's life while you're giving them a BJ and and walking through why is that so important to men? Like out of all the things, what why do we have to suck their dick? You know, like and why do women have such resistance against it? Like where is all that coming from? Those seminars, people can't always go to see me because I'm international most of the time, but now they get to see through Sexy Spirit TV online content that goes directly to them. And uh, and then lots of other things. I'll be demonstrating the products from Organic Leaven every month. So they get to see live demonstrations of the products and, and just have fun with me and see what the life that I'm living is like even more so, but from the explorative part of it, where I'm going into the seminars and experiences with an open-hearted, you know, lighthearted feeling inside of me. And the audience gets to see that as well. And I would say the number one takeaway I would give the pleasure that is inside of you that you desire, pursue it. It's your birthright, you know, whatever that pleasure looks like. And, you know, and then, and I say that, and I want to end with this, this takeaway. It might, I forgot to mention this, Kate, but it's something that's near and dear to me. Uh, Jet Setting Jasmine, Organic Leaven, and all of the supportive partners that are giving me the strength to talk about this. You know, I, I want to thank them as well. But I got inspiration the same way I got inspiration to start Parish Blair Love Affair Tour to talk to the audience on a regular basis and try to connect with an individual, whether it's a man or woman or however you identify yourself. If you're having inappropriate thoughts about someone who is underage, get help. You know, my mission is to help people before they become a pedophile, help them deal with those unhealthy thoughts. Um, Blue Pearl Therapy is a supporter of, of this mission. And uh, we mentioned her earlier in the interview. A Jet Setting Jasmine is a founder of Blue Pearl Therapy. And she's agreed to support anyone in that state without judgment. And if she can't help, we have other supporting partners that can assist and protect child sexuality. That's very important to me. Thank you very much for actually mentioning that. I will absolutely add um, Jet Setting Jasmine and Blue Pearl Therapy to to the notes today as well. Ladies, I, I really appreciate, again, you sharing everything with me today. You've given me a lot to think about, actually, and, and Taylor, you'll enjoy this, but um, I actually had a, a bottle of lube that somebody sent me sitting on my table right now. I'm going to read it to you. It's, uh, and correct me how to pronounce these, but it's glycerin, it's water, it's flavor, it's cellulose, 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 gum, mm-hmm. uh, methyl paraben, and uh, poly, mm-hmm. what is that? Uh, propyl paraben or something. Propylene. Like. I, I get that word exactly. Propyl paraben. What, what you said. It shouldn't be on my desk right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, go, ahead, so, go ahead and get rid of that. Yeah, the parabens. <laughs> all parabens have been linked to several different types of cancer. Glycerin is a derivative of sugar and can create yeast infections in women, especially those prone to yeast infections. Um, anything that says flavor or fragrance. And I don't know if it's it's an American brand or not, but in the USA, um, chemical-based companies have been grandfathered in. They do not have to tell you what the makeup is of flavor or fragrance. So it could be any number of chemicals in there that could be throwing your pH balance off and or your body off, helping you more susceptible to bacterial vaginosis. So yeah, all of that is... The only thing in there that was halfway decent was, I think, water. I'm going to go right so, ahead and throw this away. Yeah, no, I I absolutely have loved conversation with you both today. So again, uh, Taylor Sparks, everyone, a certified holistic aromatherapist, erotic educator, sex goddess, Parish Blair, master manifester, sex goddess, and founder of Parish Blair TV. Thank you, ladies, so much for everything today. Thank you for the time zone battles. Thank you for sharing your your journey, a little bit about yourself, and, and just being positive women out there trying to help other people to become more sexually adventurous and more sex positive. Thank you. Ah, thank you so much for having us. It has been a delight. And we need to come over there and see you in Singapore, girl. Oh, everybody needs to get down here in Asia. I'm lonely down here. Looking forward to it. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you so much, ladies. 